Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Oh,
Well, good evening, and thank you for joining us here for our Fresh Man Alive weekly broadcast. And today is Communion Sunday, and I am just grateful to God. I am extremely thrilled to be able to be here and share with you on another Lord's Day. And truly, truly, truly thanking God for just all that he does. And as we listen to that song by Wes Morgan, it lets us know that Jesus paid it all. He paid it all, not you, not me, but Jesus paid it all. And aren't you glad for what he's done for you? Aren't you glad how much he saved you? Aren't you glad for the very thing that he did to take care of each man and that one? Aren't you glad for the sacrifice? that he made for us. And I am extremely grateful that he made a sacrifice for me. And I'm extremely grateful that he made a sacrifice for you. So I just thank God once again for who he is and for all that he does. Before we get started, we're going to have a word of prayer, and then we're going to straight into the word. Father God, we just thank you once again, God. We love you. And, God, we just honor your presence, God, and we desire you, God. And, God, we just thank you for being our Heavenly Father, for being our God, the one that loves us, the one that keeps us, the one that holds on to us, the one that works miracles in our lives each and every day. God, we honor your presence. We honor you, God. We glorify your name, God. We magnify your name, God. And we just worship you right now, God, and in truth. 
Father God, we thank you right now for who you are. And we ask you, God, to have your way today. Father God, I thank you once again, and we seal this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. When we think about Jesus paying it all, how he laid it all down for us, there are so many scriptures that can come to mind, but the one that I was led to today was John fifteen thirteen that reads, no one has greater love. No one has shown stronger affection than to lay down, give up his own life for his friend. And I think about that scripture. I think about that scripture right there. The greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And when we think about the thing that Jesus Christ did for each married African, and sometimes you're like, well, Randy, how can we say he's our friend? Did he call us friends? And we often get confused. But now, when you think of friendships, you, you, you think of the fact that there's you people you hang out with every day or people you may see occasionally, and we, we call them friends. And, you know, but the question is, would you dare say, would you be willing to live your life or lay your life down for your friends? Would you be willing to, 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 to drop it all, to turn it aside just for the sake of friendship? Would you be willing to let it all go? For your friends, would you be willing to take a bullet for your friend? You know, when you hear that question, I would dare say that some of you, if not the majority of you, will say, no, I'm not willing to take a bullet for a friend. Ask yourself the question, would you be willing to take a bullet for your family? Some of you will even say, no, I'm not willing to take that bullet for my family. But then the question is this, what would you willing to do for the sake of a friend? What would you lay down? And who is your friend? You know, I think a friendship I do close to, you know, I do have friends, and I have some people that I would say they're associates, and then I have
We know the enemy. We know the enemy is busy, but Satan is alive, and we is not going to get the glory today. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. We know God. We know God. We know God, and we're standing together right now, God, knowing God that He does not have the victory. Thank you, Jesus. We see that the enemy is going to interrupt the call, but we're going to continue on in our teaching about greater love has no man in this, and a man in his life for a friend. And we know, we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that that's what we have to do. Now, I was just saying earlier before we were disconnected, before we cut off, and said, when I think about the fact that there are sometimes you have to do things for the sake of friendship, and I'm not saying friendship of the friends, but friendship in regards to Jesus Christ. Sometimes there are people that you're close to, people you associate with, and sometimes you've got to tell them the truth. And sometimes it means setting everything aside that you desire to do in order to help that individual out. You can be laying your very life on the line just to save your friend's life. You're laying the very thing down that you desire to do just to save the life of a friend, just to save the life of a lover. Sometimes laying your own life down means telling them the truth about a situation that they're dealing with or about them in order for them to grow and move on and grow in the way that God has told you to grow. You never know how God will use you in the life of somebody, but I thank God. I thank God how he used Jesus in my life. I thank God how he used Jesus in your life. See, Jesus looked at you and he looked at me, and he saw us even before we saw ourselves. He saw us even before we were formed in our mother's womb. He already knew us, and he knew that even not only those who were there at that time were messed up, were torn up, and were jacked up, but he also saw that in us. We, too, are messed up. We, too, are jacked up. We, too, are torn. But I thank God that even in the midst of us being jacked up, messed up, torn up, that we are still loved of the Father. We are still his children, and he saw fit. He saw fit, not you, not me, not anybody else, but he saw fit to lay his life down. Nobody was going to take his life. He laid his life down. He gave his life up for you and for me. He saw fit. He saw that we were worthy. He saw something in us that many of us can't even see in ourselves, and he allowed himself. He allowed himself to go through the, the beatings. He allowed himself to go through the abuse. He allowed himself to go through the mockery in order for you and I to dwell with him together in eternity. 
He gave it all up for you and for me. He put it all aside. And you're still trying to figure out, but Reverend D, are we truly his friends? Do we really call him friend? Does he really consider us to be a friend? Yes, you are his friend. He are his friend. I'm his friend. We are all friends of the Most High God. We are all his friends. And that's the one thing that we have to understand, that we have a friend, we have a big brother, we have someone that absolutely loves us, that watches over us, that keeps us, that blesses us, that got his hand on us. We have someone like that in our lives that will keep us, that will hold on to us, that will love us, until the very end. And he has called us friends. John fifteen fifteen says, I do not call you servants, slaves. Hold up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I do not call you servants, slaves, any longer. For the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you my friends. Because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. I have revealed to you everything that I have learned from him, which lets us know everything that God has said to him, he gives to us. He tells us we are his friends. We are no longer slaves, but we are his friends. And he laid down his very life. He laid down his very life for you and for me. He thought our friendship was that special where he wanted to give it all for us. He thought our friendship was so special that he wanted us as his friends to be with him in eternity. He thought our friendship was so awesome that he didn't want to go a day without us being friends. See, sometimes we can't tell our friends the truth when they're caught up in sin, when they're messed up and all that stuff. But you should love your friend enough that even when they're messed up, when they're caught up in sin, that you can tell them the truth because you want them to be with you when it's time for them to go home to glory. I want my husband to be in glory. I want my children to be in glory. I want my sister and my mother and my father and my family to be in glory with me. I want my friend to be there. And I mean, my friends need to tell me the truth when they see me fall short in the same way. I need to let them know. I need to love them enough. Not worry about this and losing the friendship. But love them enough because they are my friends. To love them enough to let them know the truth. So when when God calls them home, I know we can rejoice together. See, sometimes we get in a place where we don't care and it does not matter. You know, they sit there they is that mess, let them handle that mess, and we also walk away. But you've got to learn to love them sometimes enough to tell them the truth. That means it may hurt you to tell them the truth. But yet and still, your relationship with God should be more important than the hurt that you may have to feel for telling your friend the truth. See, I thank God that he reminds us that we are his friends. And I thank God for letting us know that in the midst of it all, he tells us the truth. When you open his Bible, when you open the word of God, when Genesis to Revelation, you see truth. And you will find yourself in the midst of the truth. You will find yourself in the various situations that's in that Bible. You'll find yourself when you messed up. You'll find yourself when you're broken. You'll find yourself when you're torn up. You can find 
God's glory, but in the midst of it all, when you messed up, when you fall short of God's glory, there is a scripture for you. There is something in God's word that will tell you the truth, that will get you back to the right place, and his word was not put there for you to look at it, not just a list. It was not put there for you to be homeless. It was put there because he loves you that much, but he wants you to walk on a straight and narrow. He loves you that much, but he wants you to stand by him and walk with him and be there in eternity with him forever. So that means just like he loves you enough to tell you the truth, then we need to love our friends enough to tell the truth. If they messed up, they messed up. If they tore up, they tore up. If I messed up, I messed up. If somebody I best know that there is somebody out there that loves me enough that will tell me the truth when I err so I can get it together and get back on a straight now. In the same way I have friends that will do that for me, the very same way I have friends that will hold me accountable, it's the same way that God's word does for us. And the same way we have to be with others. Oh, you don't have to be nasty about it. You don't have to mistreat nobody. All you got to do is tell them the truth according to the word of God. And that's where people grow from. That's where they learn from. That's how they know. That's how they're taught. And that will help them. Greater love has no meaning. This is a man laid down his life with friends. Laying down your life means telling the truth. Laying down your life means letting everything go. Your friend can live. Laying down your life means I will sacrifice my very friendship with you. And, and I have to let it go as I have to. But i got to let you know because I love you that much. But I want to see you together. I want to see you in eternity with me. Jesus gave it all. He paid it all. It all for you and for me. He called you his friend. He called us friends. He says that we are his friends. He didn't tease us. He didn't make fun of us, but he loved us to life. He loved us beyond our circumstances. He loved us in the midst of our circumstances. He loved us when we were not loving. He loved us when we were nasty. He loved us when we mistreated people. He loved us. And we have to follow his example in loving others. John 14, 15, 14 says, you are my friends, and you keep on doing the things which I command you to do. And we keep on doing the things that he tells us to do. He says we are his friends. That means if you love like I tell you to love, you're my friend. That means if you give like I tell you to give, you're my friend. That means if you pray like I tell you to pray, you are my friend. And if you walk in peace like I walk in peace, you are my friend. That means if you sit here and don't stand or back like gossip, kill, steal, or show it, then you are my friend. And if you could go to someone that you call friend and you could tell them the truth, no matter how hard it may hurt you, you've proven yourself to be friendly. Jesus Christ shows us every day how much he loves us. And he reminds us that we are his friends. Are you his friend? Do you want to be his friend? Do you want him to be your friend? Do you know the master? Have you met the master? Do you want to know him as your personal savior? Then you do pray this prayer with me. Father God, I am a sinner. I have messed up. 
I've done things wrong in life. And right now, Lord, I want to be saved. I want you in my life. I'm accepting you in my heart. I believe that you are the son of the living God. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again on the third day. And I believe because you got up that I too will get up. And I believe because of what you did for me, because of the sacrifice that was made for me, that I can now live in eternity with you. I thank you for now knowing me as your friend. I thank you, and I seal this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have said that prayer with me, then you know that you can say, I am his friend. I am his friend. And I can say, welcome into the family, my friend. Hallelujah. 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 Well, it's time for us to prepare ourselves for communion. And so I know when we said on set of the call that this is communion Sunday, so I'm sure that you have your your juice and your crackers, your Kool-Aid, your bread, whatever it may be that you use to partake of the communion service with. And we thank God once again for the communion service. And let us get started for a little prayer for communion. Because when we take communion, the one thing the Bible reminds us of, and I remember this weekend she was sharing this, it lets us know that we do it as often as we remember Jesus Christ and the, the very sacrifice that he made for you and for me. But we also mind that we should not eat and drink unworthily. That means when we come to the Father, that means when we partake of the communion service, that means that we make to make sure that we have emptied out of our heart all the mess and all the junk and all the impurities and all that stuff. We have to, yes, open up our hearts for cleansing and receive what he's doing in us. Let's pray for God to cleanse our hearts so we won't eat and drink unworthy. Father God, we thank you once again. and God, we love you. and God, we honor you. and God, we desire you. And God, we know that you are God. And we know that we can't make it without you. And God, we just Pray, God, that you would cleanse our hearts and our minds, God. And we ask, God, that you would just do a work in us, God. We know, God, that we have to consider wretches undone. But, God, I just thank you right now, God, that you are doing something new in each and every last one of us, God. And I thank you right now, God, that you have cleansed us from the inside out, God. And I thank you right now, God, that we no longer eat and drink into damnation, God. But we thank you, God, that as we eat, God, Hallelujah, hallelujah. As we overtake of the body and the blood of Jesus, we're doing so, Father God. We're doing so, Father God, with a clean heart. And we're doing so, Father God, knowing that our spirit has been renewed. So, Father God, we thank you once again for all that you do. And we seal this prayer in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, the word of God reminds us that on the night Jesus took bread, or betrayed, excuse me, that he took the bread and he broke it and he blessed it and he said, take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. And after the same manner, he took the cup and he said, take, drink. This is the blood of the New Testament which was shed for you. And then he said, as often as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you do show my death and my suffering until I return. And I thank God. I thank God that now we, hallelujah, hallelujah, Papa took by the body and the blood of Jesus. And I thank him. God, I thank him for all that he does. I thank him for saving a wretch like you and me. I know, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the God we serve Our God is an awesome God. And I want to thank you and you and you for just sharing with us today. I thank God for those who are listening later. I thank God that we could come together. I thank God that we can realize and remember all that he has done for us on the cross. I encourage you this day to continue on Continue on just loving God. Continue on being who God has called you to be. Continue to walk in the ways that God has set before you. And I encourage you to join us back here on our freshman live weekly broadcast next Sunday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I invite you to visit on the web at www.godchurchinternational.org or www.godchurchinternational.com. Feel free to check out the other arms of the ministry. We have our Divine Union Intercession every Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with God's Church International, E3 Ministries, the Weapons of Praise, come together, interceding on behalf of the youth across the world. And then we also have our Freedom Hour, which takes place every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then we have our Travail Prayer Hour every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we invite you to join with us on all of those. And we thank God. And also, we've got coming up is our anniversary. Hallelujah. Our anniversary. We're having an anniversary revival service um, next week. If I'm not mistaken, the week, excuse me, the week of the 20th. And so I look forward to being here. We have some dynamic speakers that will be sharing with you throughout the course of the week. And so stay tuned through our e blast, our Facebook, to find the information that we'll be sharing in regards to the. Um, Revival, so that you can join in with us. And once again, I thank God for each and every last one of you, and I truly thank God 
that you allow us to come into your homes to minister to you and to encourage you. So remember this. It's not about you, and it's not about me, but it's all about him. May God bless you, and may heaven continue to smile upon each and every last one of you. Have a wonderfully blessed week, everybody.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.